With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Say they Powered by Overtime Media. What is up, Who Dat Nation? Welcome into another preview episode of the Who Dat Discussion. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Galata. You could follow me on Twitter at Andrew Galata. And then also you could follow the podcast on Twitter at The Who Dat Dis. And this is a big podcast, a really big one here, because we just got the news in just from Adam Schefter. Nick Underhill did it last night in his uh, article on NOLA.Football. I mean, now everyone's saying it, Ian Rappaport. And Drew Brees is going to start on Sunday. It's going that way. And it seems like that's going to be the case here, which is huge. I mean, this is really big for a lot of reasons, especially in this game. I feel like the game plan is going to be, let's hold on to the ball, time of possession, keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. And Breeze is definitely one of the best players to do that. I, I think we can all agree with that. So obviously, that's just really, really important in this one. So that's something that we're definitely going to get into. What's the Saints game plan with Breeze coming back? What does it mean for the Saints that Breeze is coming back? And kind of where does this um, this team go this week here against the Super Bowl champions? A very big barometer game. So that's definitely going to be very, very important. But as we always do, let's start off with the notes with what Vegas is saying, with what the ESPN matchup predictor is saying. And we'll start there with FPI ESPN's uh, predictor here. And right now, they do have the Chiefs winning this, this game here. They only give the Saints a 44.2% chance to win this game. So they're expecting the Chiefs, the Super Bowl champions, the 12-1 team to come in here and win. I don't think that's a, really a big surprise. Um, and, you know, I, you can't knock them. I mean, the Chiefs are that good right now. Betting against Patrick Mahomes is very, very difficult. And you better have a really good reason if you're going to, you know, go against Patrick Mahomes. He's really just that good. So that's just kind of the case uh, with the Chiefs and what they're doing. And you got to give them a ton of credit. And, I mean, you, you kind of agree with it. Like, or if not agree, you definitely understand it. That's just kind of what ESPN's saying, and their matchup predictor, their analytics with FPI, and then with what Vegas is saying, the Saints right now are plus three right now at home. They're underdogs, three-point underdogs. That's something that, again, I feel like is to be expected coming off a loss and playing a 12-1 and team, especially that they were Super Bowl champions. Again, that's something that is kind of to be expected in this one, but uh, look, I feel like the Saints could take advantage of a few things, and come out and win this game I definitely wouldn't be surprised if the Saints won this game I think it's gonna be very very close I think it's gonna be really a battle and I think it's almost a toss-up especially with Breeze playing so that's something that to me is obviously uh very important interesting whatever word you want to use so that's just kind of what it is there moving over to the team stats as we always do starting off with the offenses right now the Saints are 13th in yards and 7th in points the Chiefs are first in yards second in points the Chiefs definitely had the better offense, and that has a lot to do with Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, all of those guys. And uh, right now, the Saints, I think the numbers are down a little bit because you had your backup quarterback in for four games, and 
I feel like with Breeze, their top five offense, especially in points, they, they were when he was out. You know, when, when Breeze, uh, right before he got out, the Saints were a top five offense. So you're hoping the Saints return to that here on Sunday. And it's going to be interesting to see now how this team gets into playoff shape because the offense, I feel like, was just clicking once uh, Breeze was out. And that was so unfortunate. But you're hoping that now, especially with Breeze, the veteran-like player, everything just snaps right back into place and this team keeps growing. And if not, then you grow to that for the playoffs. But to me, that's a, that's a very interesting thing to watch out for. Where will the offense be here with Breeze just coming back? Is it going to be, you know, let's go right away, um, you know, with the wheels hitting the road right away, we're, we're moving? Or is it going to take some time? It's definitely interesting to see. Again, you, you look at the last game that this team played with Breeze healthy, and that was the Tampa Bay one. And Breeze looked pretty good in that offense and uh, that game. So we'll see how they come back. I mean, last year when Breeze was out in the first game he came back, they scored over 30 points. It was great. They were playing a Cardinals team that wasn't so good, though. This is a much better Chiefs team. So, again, it is interesting, but I, I bet the, search, the sense of urgency, excuse me, will be there for the Saints. But that's just really what it is right now. And, uh, look, the Chiefs, they're, to me, the best offense in the league. You got the best quarterback in the league. You got two of the best weapons in the league with Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. I mean, you also have Sammy Watkins, Nicole Harmon, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the, the great running back from LSU. It's a good team. It's a really good team, really good offense, and it's something that the Saints are going to have to score with. And, and the Saints defense is going to obviously have to try to at least mitigate some some big gains. And look, they're going to put up their points. And again, you're not going to stop them to 13 points or 10 points. They're going to get over at least to me 24. I mean, that's kind of to me that's the lowest. And they could obviously hit some a lot higher numbers, but I feel like even their lowest is like 20 to 24, which I mean is is just insane. But Again, the Saints are top five defense, and they're going to have to show it on Sunday. So I think that's a perfect transition into the defenses here because the Saints, they're second in yards, fourth in points. Right now, this, this defense is looking good. Even last week, you had a bad first half, but second half was much, much better. And uh, I, I feel like you just use that second half as a leaping point, and you're going to have to come up and play. I feel like the Saints, in some ways, were not ready for that game last week, which is, I mean, a little disheartening, but... I feel like you're going to be much more prepared with Patrick Mahomes coming to town. So that's something that, for me, is very, very interesting. But I'm expecting this Saints defense to be ready and give Patrick Mahomes a challenge. And that that's something that is, to me, very important. And to me, this is a good barometer, not only for the team, but for this defense. You're going up against the best defense in the league. Where do you stand? And I feel like that's really important. Now, everyone always says a good defense beats a good offense. I don't know how true that is in today's NFL, but... To me, it's it's going to be interesting to see what this defense does here to try to just contain Patrick Mahomes. I think it's going to be very, very important. So that's just really what it is there. And then going to the Chiefs defense, they're definitely mortal. I mean, they're 17th in yards, 9th in points. I mean, obviously, they're giving up more yards and points, which is, I mean, something that's definitely you know good. It means they're mitigating. They're really doing good and bend, don't break. That's obviously good for them. I mean, they're a top 10 defense in terms of points, but they do have, to me, a, a pretty big struggle in the running game. Uh, their rush defense is ranked 26th right now, which is something that probably isn't too good. Especially, you would think that, when you're looking at the Chiefs, you would assume a lot of teams would pass against them, but they're not so good in the run game. This is a really big way that the Saints have to come together and put a game plan around Latavius Murray and Alvin Kamara. And I feel like that's where the Saints are going to win this game. They're going to win it by running the ball a ton, having a lot of success on the run. And then the kind of the output of that is a lot of time of possession. And I looked at every single game that's 
been relatively close for this Chiefs this this Chiefs team when other teams are playing them close. The Panthers played them really close in their division. A lot of teams play them close, which is to be understood. Time of possession is huge. If you could win the time of possession battle, not only like win it by a minute, if you can crush it, this is how you beat this team. If you can win by seven minutes, eight minutes, I know it's very difficult, but that's how you beat this team. They're, they're just too good if they have the time of possession um, in their favor because they're going to score. They're that good. And you, you have to really mitigate the chances they have. And how do you do that? Let's run it with Latavius Murray. Let's run it with Alvin Kamara. The short passing game will be there with Breeze, especially when you have Chris Jones up the middle and that interior offensive line just hasn't been good for the Saints. It's going to be interesting to see kind of how that all plays out because right now, I mean, I think the short passing game to Kamara, if Michael Thomas plays, that's going to be big as well. But I feel like right now, time of possession is the biggest thing when looking at this this game because if the Saints come out and win that time of possession battle, I think that's just extremely, extremely important when looking at this game. I'm hoping a big game from Alvin Kamara. We'll get into it a little bit later because I really feel like there is a big game ahead for Alvin Kamara, especially with Breeze playing. So to me, that is very important. So before we move over to our intriguing matchups, as we always do, we'll take a look at the injury report here. So for the Saints, this is through Thursday because we're recording this Friday morning. So there were three players that did not practice. You had Michael Thomas, Nick Easton, and Malcolm Brown. Michael Thomas, I mean, I think the big practice is today. Because if he practices today, he's going. And I feel like with the Saints, we've always seen a lot of wide receivers like not practice all week, but end up playing. And they always, you know, either you know, do pretty good against the Saints or they're impact players, obviously. Now we're hoping Michael Thomas does it against another team, which would be obviously a big boost for the Saints offense. Nick Easton with that concussion, don't expect him to play, especially not practicing Wednesday or Thursday. And Malcolm Brown missed last week's game and hasn't practiced yet this week, so I wouldn't expect him to play either. I mean, you have one more limited practice, and that's Deontay Harris with that neck injury. Having him back will be important because winning the field position battle is going to be another big thing, so that would obviously help there. And then really the big things with the Chiefs here, as they had five players that didn't practice, but two players were due to illness with Darwin Thompson and Ricky Seals-Jones. I mean, we'll see how they develop on Friday. I think that's kind of the big thing. But usually with illnesses, they're one-day things, two-day things, and they should be good to go. But really the big thing is for this Chiefs team right now is they have both of their tackles out, which is very, very important if these guys don't go because you're going to see a game plan change if you're the Chiefs because you can't just sit back there and throw up you know, Tyreek Hill every single time and wait because, I mean, these tackles are really good. Mike Remmers and Eric Fisher. Fisher was a, you know, a number one pick uh, back in the day. Um, so, look, th- these are guys that are definitely solid tackles. And if they don't have either of them, that's a big problem. And I think this could be a game where Cameron Jordan comes up and just has a really clutch game. Troy Hendrickson, uh, Marcus Davenport, I think could be really good on the edge. He has all that speed. That could be really used against Patrick Mahomes. And we all know what they're going to do. They're going to boot out with Mahomes. They're going to try to throw it deep. But when you don't have your tackles, I'd be surprised if they try as many deep shots as they do because how long are these guys going to hold up? Uh, especially these backups. Like, what's going to happen here? So it's very interesting to see how it all works out. Now, they do have depth. But do you have enough depth to kind of weather two tackles out? I know the Saints don't. So I would don't think the Chiefs do. I wouldn't think the Chiefs do. Maybe they do, and they're just that good. That's why they're Super Bowl champions. But I just don't think that this team has it. And 
the Saints really would have to take advantage. Really, I mean, to me, you have two areas where you can win this game. If they don't have their tackles on defense, you've got to get after Patrick Mahomes. And you have no excuse, in my opinion. And uh, that's something that's going to be really big in this game. But that's really all it is from the injury report here. So moving over to our intriguing matchups. First one, it's more of a storyline than a matchup. Drew Brees is coming back in this one. He's going to start here, according to Adam Schefter, as we said earlier. And what does this mean for the Saints? Well, to me, I think in this game, the biggest thing is going to be time of possession, as we just said. And uh, with Brees at quarterback, we've been talking about it really when Taysom was a starter. Brees is these long, methodical drives. The offense looks like it's moving. Everything's good. It's kind of just moving right down the field. Taysom Hill... It's kind of not like that. We have, you know, big plays you have, and then you have times where you just stall out. That's just kind of the quarterback that he is right now. But with Breeze playing in this methodical offense, just like moving down the field, slow but steady, it's very, very important in a game like this. When you have the other side, you have Patrick Mahomes. He can basically score any play, any play. And I think he's the only quarterback in the league. And I think this also has to do with Tyree Kill and just how big playability he has. But, I mean, just think of this. Basically, any throw that he has, you're kind of scared that it can go for a touchdown. That's just the way it is. I mean, I don't think any other quarterback's like that. I mean, even a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you're not scared of every play. With Mahomes, you're scared of every single play. And you want to keep that guy on the sideline as much as possible. How do you do that? You do that by having long drives, running the ball, short passing game. What is Breeze great out? The short passing game. Give it to Alan Kamara, make his playmakers, you know, do their stuff. And I think that's really important. And, that, and that's something that the Saints are going to have to do to win this game. And I feel like they can do it. And uh, that's something that this is where you win. And with Breeze, I think he gives them the best shot to execute that game plan. So you're more confident with Breeze in there. So to me, that is really important. And that's why I think this is huge. I mean, it, like we'll see if Michael Thomas plays. I think having Thomas will obviously help. But even if he doesn't, I feel like the Saints could still execute that game plan. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. But I, I do think Michael Thomas will end up playing. But... That's something that to me is interesting there. So that's what it is here for our first matchup. Moving over to our second here is how do you stop Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey? Tyreek Hill leads the league in touchdowns. Travis Kelsey leads the league in uh, yards right now. They're just a dynamic duo. They're to me the best duo in the league right now. And how do you go about containing them? I think it's a huge story. We've been talking about it all week, you know, on Saints Twitter, other podcasts, and you're looking right now at Travis Kelsey, and he's a player that he's on my fantasy team. He's just been outstanding this year. Um, and he's the guy that is Patrick Mahomes' go-to guy, especially on third down. You have Tyreek Hill. He's the guy who's just going to take the, the top off the defense at any single play. So it's important to contain these guys here. I mean, with Hill, 77 catches, over 1,100 yards, 14 touchdowns, 15 yards per catch. I think that's really important. And with Kelsey, 90 catches, over 1,200 yards, and 9 touchdowns. I mean, these guys just ball out. And here's how I think that the Saints should go about stopping him. A lot of people are saying, oh, let's put Lattimore one-on-one with Hill. I don't think that's the way you go. I think you put Lattimore one-on-one with Travis Kelsey because, I mean, Bill Belichick did that. And uh, he put, I I believe then, Gilmore on Kelsey when they play each other. And usually they have success. And I think that's really important. Usually they have success. Obviously, probably not every game. They've played them a lot. But, I mean, just over the years, they've had some success in that area. So that's what I would do when you're telling Lattimore, look, you got to stop this guy. He cannot go off, you know, 10, 10 catches, 100 yards and a touchdown. You got to clamp him down. I think he could clamp him down. Very physical. Obviously, both guys will be physical. I think this is a good matchup for him. Then you move over to the outside. Let's put Janoris and then Marcus Williams over the top. 
and let's blanket Hill. Let's make sure he does not beat you more than once. More than once. I'll, I'll just say that. If it's one play and he gets a touchdown, but let's put it this way. Against Miami, let's kind of X out that rushing touchdown that he had, and that cannot happen on Sunday. But if he has three catches, 78 yards, and a touchdown, I'd be pretty happy. And that's just how good they are right now. And especially if you have Travis Kelsey under 50 yards, under 60 yards, I think that would be big. No touchdowns. I think that's something that you could definitely live with. And at this point, you you want to see Sammy Watkins beat you. You want to see McCole Harmon beat you. You want to see Demarcus Robinson beat you. You want to see Clyde Edwards-Hilaire beat you. Le'Veon Bell beat you. I'd much rather see those guys beat the Saints than these two, uh, you know, just amazing players with Hill and Kelsey. But we all know Andy Reid and Mahomes, they're going to try to scheme these guys open. So it's going to be very interesting. But that's how I go about it. So that's just my opinion there. And then the third matchup we touched upon earlier is Casey without two offensive linemen. You have to take advantage of this. And this is all with Cameron Jordan, Trey Hendrickson, and Marcus Davenport. And I I feel like this is really huge. And I think that if you can get to Mahomes and get the pressure on Mahomes and you, you kind of take that deep ball out, like if he can't throw the deep ball, I think that's really big. Make them go down the field and earn it. And especially if you have Kelsey kind of in, in check with Lattimore, I think that's something that this is kind of your winning philosophy here. If you can get after Mahomes and he's not rolling out, taking five seconds to throw a deep ball or survey the field over the middle and just pick you up hard, I feel like you have a much better chance at winning this game. And obviously with all these great quarterbacks, it's get pressure, get pressure, get pressure. And when you're without two tackles, that's how you get pressure. And that's something that is going to be really important for this, this Saints team. I mean, we'll see who plays, who doesn't play for these tackles. But if they have both tackles out, if you're the Saints, you have to take advantage. And there's no, you know, there's no excuses. So that's going to be really important. Cameron Jordan, we know, six and a half sacks. Trey Hendrickson, ten and a half. You have uh, Davenport in eight games. He has two sacks. But I, I think more than sacks, he's been around every play. And he's been just really fast. And I feel like when you're trying to contain him, I would like to see Davenport out there. And I, I think that's something that can help a lot. But again, with that speed, I think could really help kind of seal the edge. But that's important, and you don't have to do the must rush this week because he's probably not going to run as much Patrick Mahomes. We know he's going to be a passer first, and he's going to be slinging around the field, not like Jalen Hurts, who's a, you know, a running quarterback. So I think that's something that's important there. So again, it is very, very interesting to kind of see how that all plays out. But uh, I feel like right now with those, those, um, those, these three matchups are huge. And I think it's important here that uh, right now, especially that one on the offensive line, because if you win the lines, that's really important. And I'm a little nervous with Chris Jones. We'll get into that when we talk about the defensive lines in our group by group uh, preview. But if, if you can dominate the lines, I think that's the first step to beating them, because that means you probably could run the ball good, which will help your time of possession. If then if you're getting pa- uh, pressure on Patrick Mahomes, that's going to help you. But that's just kind of what I'm thinking there in this game. And uh, again, that is going to wrap up our intriguing matchup segment. So before we get into our group-by-group preview, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Houdat Discussion Podcast. Welcome back into the Houdat Discussion. And now we're going to get into our group-by-group preview in this one. And this is definitely going to be a very interesting uh, preview because, I mean, I feel like these two teams are really good. And I think we all know it, that these two teams are going to come up in here and be very, very good. And honestly, I just can't wait to to see this game. And I think we're just going to jump into it. 
as you guys all know, our group-by-group previews, we go from the quarterbacks all the way down to the special teams and coaching and see who has the edge, the Saints or the Chiefs. So with the quarterbacks, we got Drew Brees. We got Patrick Mahomes. This is Brees' comeback here after missing four games. But right now, you're going to pick Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's just been that good to me. He's been the best quarterback in the league. Over 4,200 yards. Passing right now only through 13 games. 33 touchdowns. Only five interceptions. And just for the record, he threw three interceptions last week. So more than half of those interceptions came in one game. He's got the second best QBR in the league. He's just been that good. And I mean, every time he drops back to pass, it's just, it's it's a little fearful. I mean, I'm not going to lie about it. I mean, you're, you're watching that game uh, on Sunday against the Dolphins. Um, my brother's a huge Dolphins fan. And it's like every, and like, so I was watching with him and every single pass, it's just like, he drops back and I'm like, oh, is this going to be the play? He goes deep to, to Hill and wins it. And the Dolphins did a pretty good job. They got a lot of turnovers. That was great. But I feel like right now, I mean, he's just, he, Mahomes is just, He's almost too good at this point, and he's definitely the ultimate cheat code when it comes to quarterbacks right now. So I am going to take uh, Mahomes in this one, and uh, again, I feel like Breeze, he's been good this season, and he's going to keep the Saints on schedule, this nice, methodical offense. its I think it's going to be a good game for him. I think he has a really solid game, but it's very, very difficult to, to bet against Patrick Mahomes, and that's just what I'm thinking there. Moving over to the skill position group, you remember when I said it's very difficult to bet against Patrick Mahomes? I think it's also very difficult to bet against the league leader in touchdowns and the league leader in yards, and that's what the Chiefs have right now, so I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see how the Saints go about stopping Hill and Kelsey, but uh, it's something that they're going to at least have to contain here in this one. I mean, beyond even Kelsey and Hill, you have Edwards Hilaire, you have Le'Veon Bell, you have Daryl Williams, you have Nicole Harmon, Demarcus Robinson, you just have so much, and obviously the Saints do too, you have Alvin Kamara, you have Michael Thomas, hopefully he plays, Emmanuel Sanders, Jared Cook, I mean the list goes on and on, Latavius Murray, but right now what the Chiefs are doing, you gotta give them the edge, so that's definitely, uh, you know, important, but I feel like it's not like the Saints skill position group is bad, I mean like, they could definitely win this game for the Saints, no doubt, and I think Alvin Kamara, if the Saints do win, is gonna be a huge reason because of that, so it's just gonna... Be interesting to see how it goes down. But right now, you're taking this skill position group. They've just been that good. I mean, you can't go up against the lead leader in touchdowns, the lead leader in yards. You just can't, in my opinion. And I think it's going to be a huge task for the Saints to see if they can stop them. So that's just what I'm thinking. They're moving over to the offensive line. And this is where the Saints get an edge here. And I feel like right now, especially without both tackles, it's going to be tough for the Chiefs because I don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to have less deep shots? You would think that, but maybe they're confident in their backup tackles. I'm not really sure, you know, where they stand with these guys. They also have, you know, you have Mitchell Schwartz who's out in this one. So that's something that's not so good. I mean, I feel like right now, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how they go about it if both guys miss. Because if both guys miss, it's it's really, it's really tough. Because think about if, if both Ramchek and Armstead missed. Where would you go? You know, you probably, obviously you're playing... Hurst, but then who's playing on the other side? Do you put Pete there? I mean, it's very, very interesting. Um, do you put Ethan Greenidge there? And I wouldn't be confident, like if I was the Saints and I have Ethan Greenidge. So again, that's just how important tackles are, and that's why I'm gonna give the Saints the edge. Interior, it hasn't been good for the Saints. I mean, I think we're all gonna agree with that. I mean, there's just been so much Andrew Pete slander here on Twitter, so I'm not gonna get into it. I think I think that's taken care of, but he obviously has not been good. But Cesar Ruiz hasn't been good, and even Eric McCoy, we get we're giving him a lot of credit earlier in the season. I mean, it hasn't been as good later in the season. So we definitely want to see him uh, complete this, you know, progression, keep on growing as a player. And that's something that I definitely want to see from him here 
moving forward, and maybe this is the game they do it, but I think it's going to help the Saints offensive line that Brees gets the ball out a lot quicker, and he's going to just make his reads boom, 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 boom very quickly because before uh, Brees got out, this offensive line was fine. Everyone's saying, oh, it's so great, top five, and, and I still think it is with Brees because Brees is going to be able to get the ball out quick and do some great things, so that's just what I'm thinking there here for the offensive line. Then flipping it over to the de- defensive line, excuse me, there, and to me, these two defensive lines are very good in there. They have stars. They have the depth. It's definitely very good. I'm going to give it a push. It's very close. Maybe you want to give the edge to the Saints. But, I mean, I would like to see, especially after last week, the Saints defensive line play better. So I'm going to give it a push. But both of these defensive lines, to me, are solid. I mean, Chris Jones up the middle. Six and a half sacks for the Chiefs. He's just been outstanding. He's a great PFF grade. He's been a really good player for them up front. And they also have Derek Nandi in there as well. So I feel like... Yeah, those two guys up the middle could be a problem. They also have Kalen Saunders, who I really liked out of college. So, again, I, I feel like right now it's going to be interesting because now the Saints have their hands full. You do not want to let any big pressures up to Breeze, and, you know, you kind of then risk a re-injury maybe. I don't, I don't really know the whole thing there. I mean, I think that he's cleared to play. It's the, the risk of re-injury is very low. So that's just what I'm thinking there. But still, you don't want him to get hit, especially on the first game back. So the Saints are going to have to do a good job, and they're going to have to rise up to the occasion. I think the potential there for Pete and McCoy to play well is there. I think Cesar Ruiz as well. It's just going to be interesting to see how it all works out. And then, uh, you know, on the outside, you have Frank Clark, who's definitely good, solid player. And then opposite him, you have Passigno. And then also Alex Okafor, uh, if, if you remember him, former Saint. And uh, he's a guy that signed a contract uh, at the beginning of last year with the Chiefs. He was good last year, really solid player. We all know what he's able to do. So th- they got good depth. And th- that's something that I think is really uh, here important for this Chiefs team. When you're looking at the Saints, also have a ton of depth. I mean, you obviously have Jordan, Davenport, Hendrickson all playing good. Carl Granderson you have. You have up the middle, David Onyemata, Sheldon Rankins. They maybe want to give the edge to the Saints just barely, but uh, it's going to be a very close game. The Saints are going to have to win this defensive line. They're going to win the game. So that's something that's going to be very important there. Moving over to the linebackers, and this is where I think the Saints have a huge, huge, huge edge because I think you have Demario Davis, Quan Alexander. I know Alexander gave up the big touchdown, but I feel like right now he's been so good for the Saints. Same with Demario Davis. It's just been everywhere for this team. He's been that good. He's been great blitzing. He's been great in coverage, great tackler all over the field. And right now, when you're looking at this Chiefs linebacking group, definitely not as good. Uh, you have Willie Gay, Anthony Hitchens, and then Damian Wilson, who didn't practice on Thursday. So then who steps in? Darius Harris. Um, we're going to have to see. Uh, it's something that comes up. It's going to be interesting because I, I think that the Saints have a huge edge here in the linebackers. And why is that really important? With Breeze back, Alvin Kamara out of the backfield is going to, I think, have a huge game. I, I think this is going to be his best game all season. That's my bold prediction going into this game. I think Alvin Kamara gets way over 100 yards uh, scrimmage, which he hasn't done since Breeze uh, was at quarterback before this four-week uh, injury. And I think he's going to have over 150 and he may even have more than that. I think this is going to be a big game from him. I think it's going to be one of his better games of the season. And if not his best, like my bold prediction is saying, it's going to be his best. I think that he breaks out in a huge way under a game where everyone's going to be watching, you know, the big game of the week on CBS with Tony Romo called it. And I think Kamara in the backfield, they have no way to really stop him unless they put Tyron Matthew on him. And that's going to be interesting. But if they do, then... Other receivers probably love a big day. Manuel Sanders, Michael Thomas. And I don't think they're going to do that. Be interesting. But I feel like the Saints, and especially in the running game as well. I mean, they, they, they can't bring Matthew in the box like that every play. 
I think that sets up a big game for Kamara and then also Latavius Murray. So that's just, for me, the case there. Moving over to the secondary group, and I'm going to give the Saints the edge as well. I think the safeties for both these teams are really good. You have Daniel Sorensen and Tyron Matthew, both really solid safeties here for the Chiefs, and the Saints have their, their safeties have been playing really good as well with Malcolm Jenkins. You have Marcus Williams, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, all have been really solid here this season. But on the outside with the corners, I'll take Lattimore and Janoris Jenkins over Jarvarius Ward and Antonio Hamilton right now. Also, Brashad Breeland, he's their third corner. I'll take what the Saints are doing over them, so that's going to give them the edge in this group. Obviously, it's going to be huge to see what the Saints do against that Chiefs um, that Chiefs wide receiving group. I, I, I'll still give the edge to the Saints in this game, and maybe they play worse because just the Chiefs are that good, but I don't know. Right now, I just love how this Saints secondary is playing, and uh, I trust them. I mean, like, you don't trust them because, like, a full amount because you, you just know how good Patrick Mahomes are, and you don't trust any defense against Patrick Mahomes. Let's put it that way. But I, but I feel like coming up right now, I mean, th- this secondary has made some huge strides, and to me, it would show, it would be like that cherry on top. If, if they kind of finished off this huge progression into a really solid group, they go out and show up against Patrick Mahomes and have a big day. That's all I'm going to say in, uh, in in this one, because I, I think they, they have a chance to really prove themselves and prove themselves to the whole league that they're ready to play and have a big week. So to me, that's really interesting as well. And then special teams and coaching. I mean, what the Chiefs are doing on special teams is really good. You obviously have Harrison Butker, you have Tommy Townsend, and then when you have Tyreek Hill and Nicole Harmon as your returners, that's really big. And if the Saints don't have Deontay Harris, you got to give the Chiefs the edge in that department, but we'll see if the Saints do. I think it's very, very close. And then between Sean Payton and Andy Reid, I think Sean Payton's going to have to have a better coaching day than Andy Reid, but I think the Saints will get their guys to play in this one. It'll be very close. It'll be a hard-fought game. I'm going to give it a push, but if you want to give the edge to the Chiefs, I'm fine with that. I think a lot of that has to do with Deontay Harris plays or not, so... That will be very interesting there. So final prediction time. Who is going to get the win in this one? I think it's going to be really close. I'm going to go Chiefs win by two. 33-31. Maybe a game-winning field goal in the end. I think it will be a very, very close game. Hard fought. But right now it's very difficult to bet against Patrick Mahomes. And I wouldn't right now. And uh, he's just been that good. And I think the Saints are going to have a good game in this one, but uh, it's very difficult to bet against the Chiefs team right now, and I wouldn't. Maybe I'll be proven wrong. What do you guys think? You think the Saints win this game? I think it'll be very close, but the Chiefs come up on top. That's just how good this offense is, and I think the Saints do some nice things, especially with Kamar. I think he has a big day, but I don't think it's enough here to win this one. I mean, I could see it go either way, but I'll take the Chiefs right now in this one. But I think with all that said, it is time to wrap up this podcast. If you like what we're doing here at the Houdat Discussion, you should definitely check us out on all of our social media platforms. That means on Twitter, you can follow us at the Houdat Dis. On Instagram, you could follow us at Houdat Discussion. And then also, you can listen to the Houdat Discussion wherever you get all your other podcasts. So that means iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. We are on all of those sites. It should definitely be a very interesting game in this one. And I just cannot wait to see it. It's Drew Brees' return. We got Patrick Mahomes. We got Brees. And, uh, you know, I'm very happy that Brees came back in this one because, I mean, look, you, you get a chance. It's probably his only chance in his career to go up against Patrick Mahomes. I, I think that him getting that shot is really important. And I think he wants to prove something, that he can still do it at, at 41. And uh, we'll see how it all plays out. I cannot wait for Sunday's game. And, uh It should definitely be very fun. We'll be back with you on Monday with our recap where we'll get into this whole game and 
uh, break it all down for you guys. But I think with all of that said, I want to say thank you guys for listening. Turn it loose. And who dat?